Good evening. Tonight, the president of the European Central Bank tells me she has no regrets about her warnings on Donald Trump. I spoke to President Lagarde in an exclusive interview as the ECB reaches a turning point on monetary policy. She tells me while inflation is comfortably on the way down, it's still too soon for rate cuts. And Europe needs to get its act together to prepare for the possibility of another Trump presidency. She said she intends to remain in her position until she fulfills the bank's mandate, and that's getting inflation back to 2%. It was a good meeting we had at the ECB headquarters, and I pushed Madame Lagarde on when rate cuts from the central bank will be appropriate. We are not there yet, and we need more data, more uh, intelligence, more certainty that we are going to hit that medium-term target. And for that, we need all sorts of data, but one of which is critically important. It's the data concerning wages. Inflation numbers, for understandable reasons, have risen in some, mm -hmm. country, in some important countries. Mm -hmm. We expected that. And we knew it was going to happen. So we went from 2.4 in November to 2.9 in December. We actually had anticipated a little more than that. Uh, but be that as it may, uh, we are on a disinflationary trend. No question about it. But we need to be further into that process. But what does that mean, further confident. into that process? Well, we need to have three key components. We need the inflation outlook. Where are we at the end of 24? Where are we at the end of 25? Where are we at the end of 26? That's roughly the, uh, the three years projections that we have. That's point one. Point two, we need underlying inflation to also be heading in that direction because we cannot be only distracted by elements that are very volatile. You look at the price of oil, gas, electricity, food to a certain point, that's very volatile. We need to understand whether the core inflation is also on that declining path. And third, we need to make sure that monetary policy stance, our interest rates, if you will, is transmitted in the financing uh, terms and conditions offered to all corporates, household sovereign, and then into the economy. This 2% number, mm -hmm. you're committed to reaching it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, everybody says, no, you know, you'll all budge before you get there. Because if you have to push hard enough to get to 2%, you will tip the economies over. No. The last mile will be fudged. We have one mission. Different from the Fed, which has a double mandate. We have one mandate, and that is price stability, defined as 2% medium term. And we will get there. When? In a timely manner. <laughs> the reluctance to give me or anybody some idea that you are more thinking of cutting before the end of the year than not or mm. some form of indication where you are in the process trends no, i think tends uh, people uh, richard no no i think everyone from from the the, the 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 biggest hawks to the smallest doves i think we all agree that the move the next move will be Next move, meaning if, if we don't hold, okay? Yes. If we have the option of either cutting or hiking, will be a cut. I'm not suggesting that this is the next move. There might be a hold and a hold and a hold and a hold, but the next move will be downward.
I think everybody... Everybody accepts that. that. It's when. You're not giving me anything that suggests it might be sooner rather than later. No, and I shouldn't. I cannot at the same time say we are data dependent and tell you sooner rather than later. Cannot do that. I've read your words on what you said mm -hmm. about the election of Donald Trump mm -hmm. very carefully. Mm -hmm. And at one level, it's unimpeachable, pardon the phrase, uh, in the sense that you, you were merely stating the obvious. If he's, if he's elected, he has a range of policies that will be very difficult for the European values. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you said it, the mere fact that you said it when most people are running for the hills to say nothing controversial. Do you regret saying that? No, I don't. Is it that much of a threat to European values? I don't because, you know, I th I, first of all, I think that being constantly politically correctly and, 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 and perfect in that respect um, is, is a risk of not seeing the reality and preparing for it. And I think that if you look at what those years were when, Trump, when Mr. Trump was president of the United States, looking at his program now, uh, shouldn't prevent you from understanding that there could be threats and there could be issues for which the Europeans should be prepared. What sort of preparation are you imagining? Let me give you two examples. Please. Uh, the first one is what I call the capital market union, transforming access to finance for SMEs, small, medium-sized enterprises, for large corporates, uh, moving away from um, lending and more to equity in order to facilitate and encourage innovation. Second example, we have something that is called here the single market. Well, it's only single to a point because when you look at some services, for instance, it is not yet single. You need to have an equivalent, you need to have a license, you need to do this and that, which is different whether you, uh, you know, want to apply that that, that, you know, that professional skills of yours in Germany or in Finland or in France. So the benefit of being more and really a single market is tremendous. And I think we have to just move in that direction. That's how Europe moves, by the way, when it is under threat. So good, let's move. What happened four years ago or mm -hmm. during the last Trump administration with the question of tariffs, mm. with the saber rattling, I mean, you are really saying, if I understand you, don't be surprised if it happens again. Certainly not now we've been warned. That's correct. And therefore, let us prepare for that. Let us prepare for potential tariffs, for potential harsh decisions that, that would, would be unexpected. So let us be strong at home. I don't expect you to give me names, but have you had people ring you up and say, Christine, thank God you said that. I won't give you names. <laughs>